Coming at you live-ish from Studio 306D in the heart of the Mizzou campus, this is Mizzou, Our Time to Podcast, your source for the voices of the Mizzou, Our Time to Lead campaign. You can join the campaign by visiting giving.missouri.edu or by visiting mizzou.com to learn more about the Mizzou Alumni Association. My name is Eric Ferguson, and I work in the Office of Advancement. I'm a firm believer in surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you, so I am joined today by not one, but two fantastic co-hosts. Hey, I'm Dan Zai from Advancement Creative Services. And I'm Jennifer from the Alumni Association. Uh, Jennifer is a recent graduate of the Missouri School of Journalism. Congratulations, Jennifer. Thank you. So, and you're also a recent uh, recruit for the Missouri Alumni Association. So what, what day are you on? What week? Is this your third week? This is my second week. Second week. So you're already running things. What do they have you doing? I'm working in the communications department, um, so digital uh, media and um, digital communications. Sure, and then, so did you know much about the Alumni Association before you started working here? I did. I've been involved with the Alumni Association since my freshman year as a member of the Alumni Association Student Board. Okay, so tell me a little bit about that. What is the AAAS, sorry, I know the industry term is AASB. Mm-hmm. What does the AASB do? We um, help keep a variety of traditions alive on campus. We call ourselves tradition keepers. Um, So we help host MAA-sponsored events such as Tiger Walk, Senior Send-Off, Mizzou 39. This year we debuted Mizzou 18, which honors 18 outstanding graduate students. Okay. Well, we're glad to have you aboard. Um, Before we get to today's feature interview with MAA Executive Director Todd McCubbin, this is the Toddcast. Let's give everyone a a brief rundown of what's going on around campus, and yes, it is the middle of June, so it's not quite as active around campus as it it normally would be, but there are future Tigers on campus. We have Summer Welcome going on, so I'm going to assume that you went through Summer Welcome. I did. Because we're going to reveal a little bit. You come from Kansas. Yes. And we're not going to hold that against you, because you obviously made the right decision. What, What can you tell us about Summer Welcome, because I never went through it and Dan never went through it? It's, it was very hot um, when I, <laughs> yes, when I, I went through Summer Welcome. <laughs> I think the, the kids going through um, t- this weekend are going to have the same experience. It's supposed to be pretty hot. Um, so it was a lot of just getting to know campus, really um, entertaining and energetic Summer Welcome leaders. And I know they have a good group again this year like they always do. And so it's just a lot of getting familiar with Mizzou and learning what you can expect. Do you get Bucks ice cream? I don't remember if we got Bucks. You'll oh. definitely get Bucks at Tiger Walk. That's okay, a tradition, there you go. Yeah, but yeah. I don't remember if we got Bucks at Summer Welcome. So how long is it? Is it a weekend long? Um, uh, when, I, when I went through it about four years ago, we stayed overnight. I think they still do that. So you mm-hmm. go through a little bit um, during the day, you stay overnight, and then you have one or two more things the next morning, then you go home. We also have the Missouri Scholars Academy on campus today. It's very excited to see them around. Um, within the division, uh, the Office of Advancement has welcomed our three summer interns, Marshall Allen, John McGuff, and Carmen Taylor. We're very uh, excited to have them with us. We will probably welcome them as uh, members of the podcast in a future episode, so look forward to that. They don't know that yet, but you know, they, they uh, can be surprised. They do now. They do now, exactly. <laughs> so that's what's going on around campus. Uh, we'd also like to provide a quick update on the Mizzou Our Time to Lead campaign. Thanks to the generosity of our thousands of alumni and friends, we have raised more than $1.05 billion, billion with a B, toward our $1.3 billion goal. Thank you to everyone who has supported our students and faculty by making Mizzou stronger. And when you talk about making Mizzou stronger, you're talking about Todd McCubbin. We were fortunate enough to get some time with Todd to talk about three of his favorite things, Mizzou, leadership, and uh, unfortunately from my perspective, the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, so let's hear. <laughs> so let's hear what Todd has to say.
Welcome back to Mizzou, Our Time to Podcast. We are here with Todd McCubbin, Executive Director of the Mizzou Alumni Association. Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, yeah. Great. Uh, thanks for having us. So I want to talk a little bit about, obviously, the Mizzou Alumni Association, but then also get a little bit about about your background and, and uh, your thoughts on Mizzou and you know why, uh, why you're so uh, such a passionate supporter of the university. Um, but So let's just start very broad. What is the Mizzou Alumni Association? It's a great question. Uh, we actually answer this quite a bit to folks, especially we're coming out of graduation season and they have a lot of new yeah. grads that are running around and they're wondering uh, what the Alumni Association is and how it works. Uh, the Alumni Association, uh, our mission is pretty clear. We want to be the permanent resource for our university. And so um, anything that we can do to help make Mizzou stronger, you, you see that on a lot of things that we do. That's what we want to be involved with. And so if whatever you're into at Mizzou, a lot of times the Alumni Association is. And so we represent the voice of our alumni. You know, we've got mm-hmm. more than 320,000 graduates worldwide now. Wow. Okay, yeah. And you yeah. have generations of alumni, which I, which yeah. I think is interesting because you have alumni, and I'm totally interrupting your answer, and it's you're okay. on a roll, and we'll get back to it. But you have alumni who graduated a month ago. Right. And then you have alumni who graduated 50, 60 probably some 70 years ago. So you have a very broad audience that, that you uh, interact with. We do. And, and, and for the most part, what, what all those individuals want to see uh, and depend on the university is certainly to increase the value of their degree by mm-hmm. continuing to do you know, world-class research and, and all the great and uh, wonderful faculty we have here on our campus and keeping the value of that degree high. So they, and they depend on our students for that a lot of times. They want mm-hmm. to see us you know, recruit the best and the brightest for that. So that voice can be a little different depending on who you're talking to, but they all, I think, equal a pretty powerful network of uh, folks who want to see Mizzou uh, be the very best it can be. This is a special place for people. It's why I love working here. I think it's why a lot of people love to work here is just the the relationship that our our students, our alumni, and certainly our university community have uh, with Mizzou. So if I sign up as a, well, I'll go ahead and say I'm a Mizzou Alumni Association member, and I'll also say that I did not actually go to Mizzou, and right. you can you can be a non-alum member of Mizzou Alumni Association. So, but, so I'm just, I'm Joe off the street, I want to sign up for MAA membership, what do I get? What are the benefits of yeah, membership? Yeah, there, there are some benefits, and, and we, we list those on our website. There's some discounts, you can go to the bookstore, you go to the team store here on campus, or you buy it online, whatever it may be. Uh, there's various travel discounts. I mean, a lot of big associations, a lot of membership organizations have various and sundry membership uh, benefits for folks. And so those work, and I think people enjoy those, and they certainly will take advantage of them. I'm a big fan of um, – so people ask me all the time, what's the one I use all the time? I'm a Columbia Mall car wash guy, and <laughs> sure. you can save like 3 bucks every time you do it. And yeah. I, that's like where I use it every single time. And yeah. Now we have this handy little app on, on your phone, a Mizzou alumni app, and so I don't have to carry my card everywhere. I can just pull that up and show people, and it works well. The benefits are cool, I think, for the individual, but really how it benefits um, the university, both mm-hmm. for your individual and uh, the university is amazing. And in a lot of ways is that it's a way that you can pay into – uh, an approach that supports the very best of our campus, things that are most important to our alums. And, you know, for a $50 membership per year, uh, mm-hmm. which is our annual fee, uh, they can do that and um, have an opportunity to support every school and college on campus, athletics, faculty research, the largest, you know, scholarship program uh, on campus, or a lot of largest provider of scholarships on campus outside of the campus itself, um, you know, all the different alumni networks and chapters and activities that we do. 
it's really kind of a mutual fund approach. And I think mm-hmm. that's really a cool way to think about how people can support Mizzou through Alumni Association membership. Now, you also can go the direct stock route. You know, you can give directly to your school and college, whether it's business school or engineering or yeah. or health professions or wherever it may be, and that's great. We'd love them to do both because any diversified portfolio uh, <laughs> has a little bit of both, right? You sure. want to have a little mutual fund approach yeah. and have a direct stock approach. Um, and so that's what we provide. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, you can think about the magazine and some of the communications things yeah. that we are able to provide. Uh, it's really kind of give and take. But, you know, I would be lying if I didn't say the biggest benefit is to the university and how our members make Mizzou stronger by their membership. Absolutely. So how did you get to Mizzou? Where, where, where are you from? I don't, I don't know that a lot of people know that. Where I grew are you up from? in How'd you get here? Uh, the big town of Harrisburg, Missouri, which uh, is about 20 miles uh, up the road from here. And so Mizzou is always kind of our backyard. It was all, Columbia was the place you went to. Uh, Harrisburg had a, has a population of 256. Very proud of my hometown. It's a great place to live, great place to grow up. And I grew up on a family farm, a century farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, had awesome, um, awesome family tree. But I'll say this, my dad was a first-generation college student here at the University of Missouri. And yeah. that changed our family tree. Right. Uh, he didn't do it. He didn't go here for that, but it, it certainly did. It, it brought him here, gave him a great opportunity to earn a business degree. He went on to, uh, to work at Shelter Insurance for 35-plus years here, a great company. And and it just you know changed everything about us. So there was never a doubt that my brother and I were going to go to college, right? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't come here as an undergrad. I went to Truman State. Uh, actually, I'm a product of a lot of different branches: Moberly Community College, and then Truman State, mm-hmm. uh, and then came here um, as a grad student and took a job in the alumni association uh, one week after I got my master's degree. Uh, <laughs> and I've never left this office. It's been a great, great. It's the greatest job I never knew existed. Yeah. And, um, again, it, it feels like a real mission because, like I said, for, for the McCubbin family tree, Mizzou certainly uh, had a big impact on it. So what keeps you coming here every day? You know, we ask this question of our staff members every time we have a new staff member join us. When we have our monthly staff meeting, we go around the table, and they get a little sick of it. It feels a little, feels a little hokey because they say it so much. But it, it's true, and it, it's cool to hear the stories from our team. Uh, I came here for the mission, like I said. Uh, this is a very special place to me. Uh, Norm Stewart was the guy that I idolized mm-hmm. growing up and all his basketball teams and you know football Saturdays and all that sort of stuff. It was a big part of what we did as our family. But I've stayed for the people, mm-hmm. uh, uh, both on our staff, our team, our division. Uh, you know, When I got here, I think I was the ninth staff member in 1995, wow. and now I think we're up over 34, 35 now. Um, Division-wise, we've grown quite a bit. Fundraising's taken on a whole different uh, level here at Mizzou, which is fantastic and provides a lot of great support. Uh, so those teams are really, really special to me. In addition to that, our volunteers are just awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love our board. I love our uh, chapter volunteers. I was just in Chicago yesterday, and I got a chance to sit down with a couple of guys that, you know, I, it was hard for me to believe, but they were involved here when I started to work here. And, um, you know, so they were like three or four years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And now they've got kids and families and they've got jobs, and immediately we catch back up. It's like we yeah. never stop seeing each other. We haven't seen these guys for five or ten years each. And so uh, the relationships are really special. We just have really special people, and, and that's what keeps me coming back. Well, I think that's something else that, I mean, whether you work here or you're an MAA member, the MAA does 
allow you opportunities wherever you are in the nation or the world to right. connect with other Mizzou Tigers and so you know chapter events you know whether it's uh, with Mile High Tigers in Denver yeah. or Chicago I mean that's that's another thing that it helps you find your people wherever you are so I think I think that's a pretty cool uh, just another facet of, of membership okay so you mentioned a staff of 34 or 35 people you're the leader obviously what does leadership mean to you Wow, uh, leadership. Well, you know, the, the best thing about this job is that I get to see so many great examples of leadership. Um, we get to talk to so many great leaders, uh, alums who, you know, lead companies or who come back and volunteer their time and lead our board, whatever that may be. You know, we just got off a conference call with our executive committee of our alumni association and really unbelievable leaders in terms of how they do things for their businesses they're in, but also what they give back. You know, leadership to me is about influence. Uh, it's not about position. I think it's about influence and how you create a relationship. And so it fits really well with our model and what we do at the Alumni Association because we very much are a relationship business. Um, I fell in love a few years ago with a with a book um, by Patrick Lencioni, and I'm a big disciple of his. And I think that every great leader and, and exhibits three qualities, and really every great team member. So it doesn't matter if you're a leader or not, but you have a chance to be a great leader if you're able to to handle that and that if you're able to do these things and, and that that has to do with being humble um, being hungry and being very people smart you know knowing how to get along with folks and those sound very simple but they're kind of a unique combination uh, mm-hmm. when you start meeting people and talking to folks and so uh, our team all reads that book I've got a stack over here actually right now that we get some new team members that are coming on in the next month or so that we'll go through it and read it together and and talk through it but those three elements to me are very important elements of leadership and if you can get those right there's not much you can't do. So then, in addition to teamwork, or sorry, I, I, I telegraphed my question. Sorry. Beyond leader, or beyond leadership, we have a big staff. We all have to work together. So that's teamwork. What makes for a good team? Obviously, it's these qualities: humble, hungry, smart. Yeah. But what what are the key ingredients of a, of a well-functioning team? Well, I think uh, in, in terms of well-functioning teams, uh, communication. Uh, is certainly a, a big one that you've got to um, really, you've got to work hard at it. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you don't think you would, and we're all really located kind of in one suite here with our team. We've got another suite back here that, so we're close, and it's even hard, even though we're next, next door to each other. So you've got to work hard at communication. Uh, I think um, a big uh, sort of a, a way to think about it is a, a team that it's, assumes positive intent of each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really important for folks to to work through. And I, whether you work with volunteers, whether you work with your whatever team, um, so many things can get bogged down if people start, you know, questioning things or mm-hmm. get caught into some some negative uh, spirals. Um, but I, you know, I think overall, um, if you have teams that understand those three qualities that we talked about earlier, uh, those all can influence how teams work together. And um, I just, you know, as a team member, I, I played basketball in, in high school and college. I, I, I was very fortunate to be able to do that. It wasn't any good, but I played a lot. And, <laughs> but I've always just gravitated towards teams. That's really mm-hmm. cool to me. That's something that I think it's really a, a comfortable environment to me. And, you know, you, you've got to know that not everybody's going to be the point guard. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to be the shooting guard, right? Not everybody's going to be the center or the rebounder. You need people that can pass and rebound and take the ball out, and you need people that can come in and play defense for five minutes. And and everybody's got to have a role. And so how do you explain those roles to people? Are they comfortable with them? If everybody just wants to be, you know, 
the director or the executive director or the, the CFO or whatever, that's going to be tough because right. everybody's going to be kind of stepping on each other. So uh, those are some elements that I think through. It's really not well put together, but those are some thoughts yeah. that go through my head when I think about high-performing teams. Well, I think, and so this will be even hokier than anything you might have thought you said, but um, the, the alumni, the university's alumni, also kind of a team where they're all working together in different roles, whether it's volunteers or advocating in for like in the legislature, things like that, where we're all working together, either whether we're staff or volunteers, we're all working together to advance the mission of the University of Missouri. So definitely uh, teamwork is very important to I university. think that's true, too. And sometimes because alum- you get the whole out of sight, out of sight, out of mind thing, because alumni aren't here every day, like our faculty mm-hmm. and our staff and our uh, students are um, sometimes they can be a little bit of the forgotten constituency at times, and so mm-hmm. we talk about it a lot with our group in our division as well about how we need to represent our alums and our donors mm-hmm. uh, on our campus and make sure that they have a place at the table um, because they are a very important team. And uh, uh, you know, you think about some of the things we're trying to do now with enrollment. You think about um, right. uh, all the different marketing that things we're involved with athletics and what Jim Sturk's doing. Alumni and their donor support. Um, I've talked to Chancellor Cartwright. He is so impressed mm-hmm. by the folks that he meets um, uh, all over the country, even around the world, for that matter, who love this place and how committed they are. And you know, I know he's been to some great universities, but he is just very, very impressed by our alumni base, and uh, that's really cool to hear. Yeah. All right, we have moved into the lightning round. Oh, great! So, quick questions. Don't think too much. Don't try to have the right answer. Just give me your answer. What did you listen to on the way to work? What I listen to on the way to work, I'm a um, audio book. So I've got a goal this year, sure. okay, to hit 50 books. I'm not a huge reader, so this is like a okay. big deal for me. So my 24th book that I'm working through right now, I and listen it's June, to, so you're doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. I'm about halfway there. I'm happy with my pacing. I wish I could <laughs> exercise like this, but unfortunately, I, I haven't figured that out yet. So uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is the book I'm working on right now. Okay. It's an older book, but um, I'm enjoying it. It's good. All right. Uh, favorite Columbia restaurant, or you can have three or five. I don't, you know, I don't want to get you in trouble with anybody. But yeah, or the most recent Columbia restaurant that you've, you've experienced. Uh, so where do where do we like to go? You know, I'm a Flat Branch guy. I love sure. going to Flat Branch. Um, I think that's a, that's a great spot. Um, you know, we've got three kids, so we're all over the place, different places. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, if, if it's a night out for my wife and I, uh, we will probably go to. Um, CC's, sure. uh, great place. Chris McDee's is fantastic. We love Addison's, love Sophia's. Yeah, there's just so many good restaurants in Columbia, yeah, and no they're all a little different. Yeah. It just kind of depends on what you're feeling that night, and and then of course you can get into uh, you know going to places like the Shakespeare's and the Booches and the mm-hmm. CJ's, which you know CJ's I think I lived on when I was a grad student, and that's why <laughs> I'm still trying to lose that weight. Um, but it's, uh, it's keto; it's fine. But an, under, an underrated place that I will give people a heads up to: Billiards on Broadway. Absolutely phenomenal burgers. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to put it in the Booches world, or maybe it is, but I'm not going to get in that argument. I'm just saying that is an underrated spot for a burger. Yeah. It's a great spot to go. Good call. Uh, favorite St. Louis Cardinal: Ozzie Smith. Okay, by that's far. a good answer. I grew up with uh, that. Ozzie was my guy. In fact, we just adopted a dog in the McCubbin household within oh. the last uh, week. And his name is Ozzy. No way. So how about that? So you had a perfect time for that question. That's very cool. All right, last question. It can, this can be any any kind of life tip or a piece of advice that just anybody listening that you would give. 
Boy, that's a that's it's one big, that, it's a big uh, question. Yeah, that's one that I could give a lot on. I, you know, I think it goes back to um, uh, the influence part of this. I think so many people get caught up in uh, positions and titles and where they're at. And and I would think for any young leader out there, whether it's a new graduate. Uh, in fact, I had this conversation with a student as they were leaving Mizzou. We had a great lunch and really enjoyed having that conversation. Um, I think influence is so underrated today. Um, because people get caught up, like I said, in org charts and positions and titles and being able to say, well, if I'm in this position, I get to determine the outcome or I get to um, tell people what to do, whatever that comes down to. And I just never found that to be the case. Yes, you can go there, but you're never going to perform at your highest in that situation. I don't care if that's uh, in, at work. I don't care if that's in your church. I don't care if that's in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, influence is a very, very um, uh, important currency uh, for, I think, humans as a whole. And you've got to work really hard at that. You know, influence doesn't mean you just automatically get put somewhere and you get to do what you want. You've got to earn that over time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I, uh, I buy into that theory a lot. Sometimes I mess it up and forget it. Like everybody, I'm not perfect at it. But it is one thing that, um, that I really think a lot about. Uh, in, a, in a university campus that's decentralized, we're not a corporation like a lot of people think we are. Uh, influence is huge. Yeah. Uh, it really is. How you know people, how do you relate to people, how do you talk to people, how do you help people. Um, that all kind of builds into, uh, I think, really strong relationships. So I, I would go there uh, off the top of my head. Great. Todd McCubbin, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Welcome back to Studio 306D. Before we wrap up, we want to give you a couple of quick plugs. If you're interested in learning more about giving to Mizzou, you can visit our website at giving.missouri.edu. If you'd like to learn more about the Mizzou Alumni Association, you can visit mizzou.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll be back with another episode in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening to Mizzou Our Time to Podcast. M-I-Z. Z-O-U.